This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show where your hosts Amber and Jenna and today we're discussing food as medicine. For show notes, more on food as medicine or to sign up to our video newsletter, check out our website, themotherlovingfuture.com. Jenna, would you like to give a definition on one of my favorite topics of all time? It's like the center of your life. Oh, I'm obsessed. Why am I giving the definition? (laughs) It's because I always give the definition. That's it. You do it. Okay. So food as medicine. So our definition is seeing food as either medicine or poison and choosing to become aware of what foods are helping your body heal and live optimally and which foods are making your body manifest disease, disease and old age. So basically, you know, we actually think that every single thing you put in your body as food is either medicinal or poison slowly killing you over time. <laughs> um, so yeah, that because being said, I heard something incredible the other day, which is, um, it's nature to either be thriving and growing or dying. And as people, our cells are doing that. Our businesses are doing that. Mm-hmm. Our relate every element of existence mm-hmm. is either growing Waxing and thriving or waning or waning. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that, um, same philosophy is applied to the information we put into our cells through food. Beautifully said. So some main yeah. points for Tell this me. Tell us. topic. Okay. So first of all, I think that the very first step for anyone who's interested in exploring food as medicine and the power it has over our entire life, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, food really is a part of us. And so I think that the very first step is reestablishing your mindset around food and really understanding that food is medicine or poison, Mm -hmm. which involves educating yourself, Mm -hmm. really understanding your own body, Mm -hmm. because as you know, we're all bio-individuals. We all have unique constitutions and something that is medicine for me may be poison for you Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to just understand your body, trust your body and listen to it. Mm -hmm. And really when you have, say you have a bevy of food in front of you, See what you're naturally leaning towards and see if that is coming from, you know, a habitual pattern and, you know, being tired or your ego or whatever, or if that's what your body is truly asking for and craving. And if you're going to feel good about it after you eat it, because if you're eating a medicinal food, you you usually your body feels better after, but also you don't feel any sense of guilt or anything around that because, you know, deep down, you know, that's good for you. Yeah. And so that's, there's some ways you can assess That's it. when you're trying to decide in a bevy of food, which choices yeah. to make. Yeah. So using those things as your compass mm-hmm. rather than just eating what you've been given your whole life mm-hmm. or cooking just what your mother used to cook you or just like trusting fast food places or restaurants Gosh, or whatever it may fast. be. I mean, I, I would challenge our listeners to say that anybody who quote trust a fast food place probably deep down, deep down knows that's probably not the best food for them. Or if they're eating a bunch of cakes, that that's prob- probably not the best for them. 
listen or, to that voice. Or a lot of people have not educated themselves on the fact that food affects your health, people. Some people don't know that because it's a learned thing. And a lot of the time people aren't going to be advertising about that. So you have to go seeking for these answers to those questions. And like just as an example of that, I know something that triggers you is the food in hospitals. Oh. Schools, hospitals, like cafeterias and corporations. It's unbelievable. It's such a huge trigger for me because, um, you know, I had a brother who was kind of mentally unstable growing up and he spent a lot of times, uh, a lot of, you know, a huge period in and out of like um, institutions, institutions, like mental asylums basically. And when I would go visit him, you know, I, I would, I would go up to the booth to go find out where he was and there would be patients walking around and there were vending machines of soda. And there was this cafeteria of like white preservative bread with hormone antibiotic meat and like like, oh, it was just, I could not believe that they were shooting themselves in the foot yeah. and feeding these patients poison. You're and trying to get people that, well. You're trying That's to get them not, well. You're giving them poison. Thing that, and everything that is going to go against their supposed mission. Totally. So for me, that is a lack of education. Systematic understanding. And like systematic, the whole system doesn't understand this. And also, of course, they say we don't have the fundings to, to choose organic or whatever it is, but you can still make sensible choices when you have the education and the information and you're only going to get that if you go looking for it because it's not known information and you have large corporations that are profiting on the way things are and they are they don't want us to have this information that's it it's a big dream of mine to kind of bust through that and create a new paradigm around schools and hospitals and all of that where just food is medicine and they just yeah. don't serve anything else mm-hmm. that is going to be detrimental to someone's yeah. brain and they health and, and everything. Yeah. And you know, this whole concept of food and medicine as medicine goes back to Hippocrates back in Greece back in the day. So it's like, this is not a new concept. We used to know this as a society and we've like lost it. um, And now we're hopefully going to get it back. It's because we're moving away from living and working on the earth. We now are so removed from where our food comes from, the respect of a seed and, and the life force energy coming from the sun and that entire process that needs to happen in order for that little seed to birth into a stem that creates an entire food source. Like we're so removed from that. All we know is that we can get food from the shopping center. And I think that takes away respect and understanding and appreciation for our food. Mm -hmm. So moving back to the earth and moving back to seeing where your food comes Mm -hmm. from, such as just having a veggie patch or being part of your farmer's markets and and talking to those farmers or visiting a farm. It's so much fun to like take a weekend off and go stay at a farm for a long weekend and see how they do things there. Mm -hmm. There are ways to get back to the source of where your food comes from. And I think that understanding that really helps you respect your food more and make smarter choices. Yes. Also, another point of mine is, You know, if we are working on the revolution of consciousness on this earth and we're really fighting for people to wake up and start 
loving each other and coming together and protecting the earth and protecting each other and away from disease and disaster and war and all of that stuff, we have to upgrade our consciousness, right? We can't, ding, ding, ding. that's it. We can't operate on the system we've been operating on because it's not working clearly. So part of that upgrading of consciousness, the food you eat is information to your cells. And I think that when you intentionally put in high vibrational foods, which your unique system is designed to be a part of and to absorb, you're all good. You're on that way up. You're, you're, you're supporting your system and your brain and your mind and your emotions and everything moving upward and through that, um, that, that whole minefield that we've mm -hmm. been put in right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you're not eating high vibrational foods, you're eating foods that are packed with antibiotics, hormones, preservatives, GMO, um, food colorings, like really dangerous, detrimental stuff. They are, they're really poison to they're, your it's body. Poison because you know, over time it's man-made and we're not designed to ingest mm -mm. or sustain that constant exposure. Our systems are so unique and so um, particular and intricate, it's not designed to take on and absorb these chemicals and yeah. these man-made crazy things. Yeah. So what happens is that it ends up going into your, your system, registers it as a toxin or a poison. It goes into your liver. Your liver gets overworked by constantly every day putting things in that contain all this bad stuff. And then you overwork your liver and then it gets stored as fatty deposits or heavy metals or toxins. And then before you know it, a lifetime of mindlessly mm -hmm. eating whatever people give you mm -hmm without registering that, oh, is this good for me or is this not? What mm -hmm. is that long word in that ingredient? Mm -hmm. um, without actually investigating into what you're putting in your body, before you know it, you've lived a lifetime of poisoning yourself. And then you that shows up as cancer, diseases, like chronic Parkinson's, yeah. everything. Yep. So also start now while you're, you know, while you're young and, and you can make that choice. Don't don't wait until something's going wrong in your system to then get onto food as medicine mm -hmm. because your life insurance, you're investing into your life every day with the with the food you eat. It honestly, when I get sick, the first thing I do is turn to food as medicine. I like make myself a tea with ginger and lemon and manuka honey and a little bit of oregano oil. I like get a um, if carries away, I will swallow a whole clove of garlic, which is nature's natural antibiotic. Antibiotic, antifungal and antiviral. So basically yeah. any kind of like small microorganism living in your body can get killed by garlic. Blasted. Blasted by garlic, raw onions and um, apple cider vinegar, all three of those. Turmeric as well. The Tumeric, ultimate anti-inflammatory. Anti it's like food is, uh, nature is just... It's such a miracle and we're designed to live with it in harmony. That's why we should turn to organic whole foods from the earth that hasn't been tampered with. Mm -hmm. And just on inflammation and, and turmeric, you know, inflammation is really the root of a lot of types of diseases. So just... Um, Anti-inflammatory is huge for preventing disease. And that's why it's so important to be hydrating your system to move away from inflammation. So if you are consuming 
a lot of water on the daily, but not just bottled water, which has all those um, chemicals, from chemicals the leaked in from the plastic, mm-hmm. but not just that, the water's kind of dead. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have alive particles. So if you are drinking filtrated water that hopefully has been all the heavy metals and toxins and whatever has been extracted from it through the filtration um, system and it's also dense with like minerals and nutrients and all that good stuff. It's alive particles and your cells are going to absorb them because it's an alive particle and it registers and it stays in your system. So if you can be drinking water on the daily and even I put chlorophyll in my water, which is really good for hydrating your cells and just like just keeping you really, um, yeah, hydrated and healthy. Chlorophyll is a bomb. With hydration too, I I would imagine that it also flushes out toxins or toxicities, you know, yes. and getting all that lymphatic fluids flowing yep. and any toxins getting out. Yeah. So it's it helps crucial. your liver kind of like push everything out. It's so crucial. So any food, so let's get into what, what foods are medicine. Yes, tell right? us. Okay. Tell the people. We <laughs> want to know. <laughs> okay. So, you know, number one thing I said was that use your inner guide, your intuition, not just your practical conditioned mind, but your intuition as your compass, because we're all different and unique in our makeup, in our constitution. So take this list as food as medicine in a general kind of state and read between the lines with for your particular constitution, what's going to be medicine for you or not. But in general, this is medicine. So water, as I said, keeps your system hydrated. Um, Rules of thumbs as well, as I mentioned before, was whole foods from the earth. That means vegetables, fruits, grains that haven't been processed. Things that are not processed are whole, whole foods. Eating locally means that they were recently picked. So when a fruit or vegetable is picked and plucked from the earth, they stay full and vibrating with whole alive nutrients for um, not forever. Like they have a shelf life and you want to eat them while they're fresh and still have as many nutrients and vitamins as possible. So eating locally, that's why getting or food from... Or your own veggie patch. Or your own veggie patch is optimal. Your veggie patch is very cute, Amber. <laughs> it's very cute. I love harvesting my veggie patch. Um, so eating locally, organic, 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 organic. Organic is my favorite thing on earth. You have to eat organic. Jen is looking at me like, what's organic? I'm confused. I I know. This is a funny way of saying it. I just came to my mind. Organic, just to be clear on that. So um, they're the rules of thumbs. Some medicine involves greens, like deep, dark greens, leafy greens, are the ultimate antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, and fully hydrating. If you can have some leafy greens, dark leafy greens, like spinach or kale or chard every single day, like that is your health insurance. That is anti-cancer. That's so incredibly good for you. Veggies, which are packed full of nutrients and vitamins, fiber, carbs, all the good stuff we need to not only be healthy, but grounded. There's this whole philosophy that, you know, if if you're a bit um, highly strung and anxious and in your head and airy, eat more vegetables from the earth. Because you take like root on vegetables. root vegetables. You take on that groundedness, that rootedness coming from the earth. Because as you know, everything has energy and vibration mm-hmm. to it and you're absorbing that. Mm-hmm. 
So fruits is another um, element of medicine. They are nature's candy, instant energy and pleasure and not to be overdone because sugar from fruit also obviously breaks down as sugar into your system. And if you overload on too much sugar, um, this can affect the gut and lead to inflammation and leaky gut syndrome. And inflammation, as we know, is the gateway to disease. So fruit, um, you know, back in the day, in the hunter-gatherer days, I don't think fruit was fruit is seasonal, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't readily available. Like every single day they weren't eating dried mangoes and, you know, whatever, like bananas all day. Well, they could have been in some places that were tropical. But maybe those people have a constitution mm-hmm. that's more readily designed to cope with that amount. I agree. And I think fruit is a const- can be constitutional because I think that fruit can upset some people more than others. So that yeah. might be like an individual constitution type And of just thing. to be mindful that it's still sugar. So mm-hmm. if an overload of sugar, our society has become so addicted to sugar. Oh, sugar totally. is in Everything. Everything. Things you would never think. I know. I know. It's terrible. Like and bread and... Yeah. And so sugar, if you overload on sugar, as I mentioned, it leads to inflammation, which is the gateway to all disease. So to train your system and your palate to just pull back on sugar and really use sugars um, as a treat, or um, if you use sugars, use it as low glycemic index sugars. So sugars that are still sweet, but aren't packed full of sugars like berries. Um, that's a really good way just to keep balance in your system because everything's about balance. And so I'm a bit um, a big advocate for fish. They are packed full of omega-3 fatty acids, which is brain food, great protein, vitamin, minerals, and once again, fights inflammation. Can I ask you about fish? Because mm. I don't eat fish. I've never eaten fish. But um, I know like when I'm getting fish for Jesse, I'm worried because there's so much pollution mm. and like Fukushima, mm-hmm. radiation, mm-hmm. oil spills. Mm-hmm. Like how do you know that it's a good fish? Okay. So very good question. Um, every time I go buy my fish, I ask them where the fish comes from. And the best, one of the best types of fish you can get, which is um, lower on the mercury level and and heavy metals um, and toxic level is salmon. And, but salmon, I, I'm, I'm kind of paranoid about that Fukushima radioactive leak that went out into the ocean. Everyone seems to kind of ignore it, but I'm really kind of I'm um, freaked out about it. Have you seen some of the, the stuff from Japan? It's like creatures with two heads and yeah but did you see even on our shores in california when that happened and the wave came over to california like there were dead fish and turtles and dolphins and seals floating out there and every time kerry went surfing he would come back like sick like a like almost like he was dripping green radioactive toxins yeah it's it's serious it's like really affected things so going back to where you get your fish from I always ask where the fish is from. I always go for salmon because that's really got is packed with healthy fats and doesn't absorb as many toxins. I go for Alaska salmon because that's higher up and that's kind of away from the toxic spill. Seems to be kind of like fresher up there. 
Now, I also ask if it's if they don't have any fresh line caught fish, that's my first option from oceans that are cleaner. I then ask for what do their farmed fish get fed? So sometimes the farmed fish are fed GMO corn, which is so unnatural. Yeah, where is a fish going to be gonna munching be on corn, corn from? Yeah. It makes sense. So anyway, um, I make sure if it's farmed fish that it's organic, natural feed and it doesn't have any crazy GMO toxic poison stuff in it. But like you're asking just like the fishmonger at your local Whole Foods. They know. Like they know. They know. I promise you they know because they have a standard. Uh, they know everything about fish, number one, and they know where their fish came from and what the policies are. And it's usually farmed fish from Sweden or whatever where they're under specific conditions where they can control the quality of the water and the feed. So they know that that fish isn't going to be sick. It's going to be as healthy as a farmed fish can be. And sometimes they argue it's better to have farmed fish because it's such controlled conditions. And now they know what they're eating because a lot of the time fish in the wild waters can be living off other fish that are toxic. Yeah. And like fish that are higher up on the food chain are going to be more toxic and fish that are lower on the food chain are going to be less toxic because they're consuming less other fish that are toxic. Sorry. Exactly. So that's on the fishy fish note. Um, Nuts is a really great healthy fat fiber and protein. Mm-hmm. Love myself a good nut. You um, are you are a good nut. That's why I love, I love so myself much. a good nut. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Me too. You're even more of a nut. That's You're true. a nut I'm bag. Bag full of nuts. Bag mixed nuts here. <laughs> um, whole grains as well. So whole grains are packed with nutrients, protein, fiber, B vitamins, antioxidants, trace minerals, the whole thing. So whole grains, what is whole grains, you may ask? Whole grains, once again, the same as whole foods, is not processed, is from the earth, is as nature intended it. So that can look like quinoa, rice, oatmeal, millet, buckwheat. And all of those are, are all of the ones that you just said gluten-free? Um, s- yes, they are. Okay. That's good to know. They are all gluten-free. Okay, um, so... So... Poison. Yeah, what... Do we want to know what poison is to avoid them? What foods are poison? Okay, so anything that's not organic, I kind of see as poison. I see as poison, especially meat and dairy. Oh, yeah, especially. That's a really good point. So anything that is not organic has been um, tampered with, with people who are more interested in quantity not quality, who are all about chasing the dollar bill. Yep. You do not want to trust that person's... Free market economy. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to trust that person full stop. And you don't want to support them. Like, put, put your money where your mouth is. Honestly, like, the worst thing for me is supporting massive corporations that are destroying the earth mm-hmm. and the entire world's health. Yeah. Like, honestly... Yeah. The, the rise of obesity, we are in here in America, obesity epidemic more than ever, ever, ever before. And it just happens to be coinciding with the fact that high fructose corn syrup is high, has been introduced and is higher than it's ever been before. The rise of autism is the higher it's ever been before, the highest. There's so, we are in such a health crisis in America. And honestly, it's because people blindly trust eating poison. Or eat 
poison all the time from these people who don't have your health and sanity and lifestyle in the forefront of their mind when Mm. they're creating a product. Mm -mm. They just have the dollar bill. Mm -hmm. You do not want to be giving that guy your money or support. No. Okay, poison, GMO, pesticides, herbicides, hormones, antibiotics, artificial coloring, flavors, additives, the worst, high fructose corn syrup and other processed sugars. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say is poison. Mm -hmm. So this may look like Twinkies. Um, processed sugary white breads, mm-hmm. non-organic meat, dairy, and eggs. So the reason why non-organic meat is such a no-no, oh. I know it's terrible, Disgusting. is because those animals are living in such shocking conditions of filth and, and unlimited space to roam and unnatural conditions, yeah. not enough sunlight, not enough natural feeding ground. No. They don't even get to move, that they're sick. Those animals get sick, so they have to pump them full of antibiotics to keep them alive in order to slaughter them to get the meat. So whatever they're putting into that cow in regards to feed and antibiotics and hormones to pump them up because they're not... They want more meat. They they want want more meat. That's all going into the meat. Mm -hmm. And And you are eating what what the animal ate. Mm-hmm. And your endocrine system, which is your hormonal system, it really controls all the functioning of your body. And so when you're messing with your hormonal system, you're messing messing with the functioning of your body and on all sorts of levels. Yeah. Big, big no-no. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the same with chickens and dairy coming out of the cows and eggs as well. Ugh. Yeah. It's pretty... It's pretty sad. Um, so sodas Yuck. is also something that is the absolute devil. Just chemicals, <laughs> high fructose corn syrup ah, up it, the wazoo. It's just, yeah, artificial everything. It's like sodas, I think, um, have something like 36 um, teaspoons of sugar or something per per. Um, Thirty-six. Can. Yes, something Could crazy you imagine like you that. You might put two teaspoons of t- uh, in your coffee yeah. and sugar, but this yeah. has—I mean, don't quote me on that. No, I don't but know like the some exact ridiculous number, number but like some crazy, crazy look number. into I've it seen yourself. Something like that too, because it's some crazy number. This will rot. This is how much poison it is. This will rot your teeth. This will like send your insulin levels through the roof. Send you into a, a H H A D D whatever that hyper state is. ADHD. This will send people like see kids running around and freaking out and have like disorders, like concentration disorders, mood disorders, attitude disorders. Look at the food they're eating. I swear to you, it's all connected. If you can just understand what you're putting in your body, like everyone will be living in a better earth. Maybe we won't have such crazy political leaders either if they were eating more organic, non-crazy foods. Mm-hmm. So non-organic corn, candy, cakes, fries, all of that. I mean, as I mentioned before, our human bodies are not designed to digest these foreign substances substances that are packed, um, that our foods are packed full of. And so uh, and one rule of thumb that I live by is like when I go to the grocery store, if I look at the ingredients list and I, I can't, I, some, there's any chemical ingredients or long words that I don't know how to pronounce. Don't eat it. I won't eat it. Good. Only whole foods. Good. In the ingredients. Smart. List. That's a good way of being mm-hmm. safe. 
So, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, of course it's ideal to just eat organic, but eating organic is really expensive. How am I meant to do that? How am I meant to feed a whole family on organic? And yeah, like I get it that it is really tough to like, um, organic food is expensive. So I don't want that to deter people. I want you to think outside the box. And there's a thing called the dirty dozen list and the clean 15 which mentions the things that are highly sprayed full of harmful chemicals that are designed to kill the bugs and whatever they are concocting to kill an insect, you're accumulating that poison. And over time that builds up and as if that's not going to kill you or kill your liver or kill your pancreas or whatever it is. So the dirty dozen list clean 15 Okay, so the, just just so I'm like 100% clear. So the Dirty Dozen list, which you're going to read right now, these are 12 foods that you need to get organic. No, uh, yes. Because the, the pesticides sprayed. stay on these foods. And if they are not organic, you are eating, eating a very high level of pesticides. Okay, so these ones get organic. Yes. Okay, so go If on. you can, right? Apples, celery, tomatoes, cucumbers, grapes, nectarines, peaches, potatoes, spinach, strawberries, blueberries, and sweet bell peppers. And we will be putting this in the show notes. So yeah. check the show notes for these lists. Okay, so now we're moving on to the Clean 15. So yeah, so Clean 15 is obviously less harmful if it's not organic. Okay. So if you were on a budget for organic food, you may want to buy the organic apples and celery over the non-organic apples and celery, but then you can buy the non-organic avocado, onion, sweet corn, make sure the sweet corn's non-GMO. Um, but sweet corn, if it was non-organic, would most likely 90% so be GMO. So that one probably just only eat organic. But like it might be GMO, but not full of pesticides. Yeah. If it was... Well, the thing is, these still are obviously sprayed with pesticides, yeah. but because they have a jacket, yeah. a coating a like an avocado, or a, or a yeah, peel, skin or whatever, skin, yeah. they're less harmful to you. Yeah, because you're not eating what was actually sprayed. You're like yeah. peeling back what was actually sprayed That's and it. eating what's inside. Or they may just spray them less because they're less appealing to the bugs, okay. like they're more durable. All right, so read the whole 15 list. Okay, onion, avocado, sweet corn, pineapple, mango, sweet peas, eggplant, cauliflower, asparagus, kiwi, cabbage, watermelon, grapefruit, sweet potatoes, and honeydew melon. Just honeydew. So like not cantaloupe? Well, that's what they have that up there. they have on the list. Okay. So we're going to put up a link on our show notes so you can access that list. Both of them. Yeah. So basically that's it. You know, I just want to, I just want to leave people with the analogy that, um, you know, Say you get a Tesla. I only say that because I love Teslas. They're just so slick and beautiful, but eco. It's like, That's they're so good. I know. So say you got a Tesla and you just absolutely adore this car. You, re you adore the car, therefore you respect the car. If you respect the car, you're going to take care of the car. Mm -hmm. And you've if, purchased this. You're not leasing yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's an investment mm -hmm. into your entire life. You want to keep that car well-functioning, clean and healthy, running well, you are not put, you are not spent all this money having a beautiful car, but then put crappy fuel in it. 
gas, right? You wouldn't do that. You would spend the money on putting grade A gas into that car. That is the same as our systems. We have these beautiful, unique, intricate, complex systems, bodies that we are investing into to carry us through this life, to offer us the highest quality of life possible. Why on earth would you not love it and respect it by filling it with the best fuel possible to feed your brain, which feeds your mission, which feeds your family, which feeds like your entire experience of life on earth? Why would you not put in the top grade fuel through food as medicine? There's no reason I could think of. Boom. Do it. Do it. You don't have an excuse. (laughs) Beautiful. Well... I'm all flustered. I'm going to go eat some organic broccoli right now. Give her some kale. Somebody give me some kale. Um, So I have an invitation for our listeners, which is I invite all of our listeners this week to, for one week or even just one day, ask yourself, every single thing you eat, ask yourself, is this food or is this, I'm sorry, is this poison or is this medicine? And if it's poison, I invite you to put it down and to... Only give your body fuel, which is medicine. And note the difference in mm-hmm. your brain mm-hmm. functioning. And, function, and your, just your system, your mood, your yeah. energy, your libido, your everything. Just note the difference when you're um, really respecting your body with food as medicine. Yes. Um, and please leave us a comment. What food is medicine for you and your unique bio-individuality? Maybe you can give some ideas to some other people that are on the same path. Tell us something that you simply cannot live without because it makes you feel so good. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes because we read every comment and we are so grateful for your support. Beautiful. So that's it. That covers food medicine for today. So thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you and are grateful for you. And we'll fill you with us next time. Bye-bye. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.